Everyone knows you should never take a physicist to a sci-fi movie. The same can be said about a biologist and a creature feature. We can point out how certain things are biologically unlikely or downright impossible, but that would be boring. So rather than pointing out what can't happen, why not ask ourselves, what if it was real? So using my super nerd levels of knowledge about biology, physics, and mythical creatures, my friends and I will explore how different creatures could have actually evolved on our planet and what they potentially would look like. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to A Real Creature Feature. My name is Mac. I'm Mike. I'm Dane. And today we are going to be talking about the Hodag. But before we do that, uh, so we had uh, we were having our first competition. We announced it a couple weeks ago, or I, I tacked it on to the end of the la uh, last two episodes. So we were having some issue technical issues because uh, Spotify was being weird, and they like basically uh, they like switched uh, our streams or something what their rss feeds to the point that we were like no episodes since uh wendigo were up on spotify Oof. so i will probably extend it another two so we'll be just extending it another two weeks uh for, so those who don't know if you wanna get a 20 dollars amazon gift card uh like subscribe uh comment sh uh share um everything else under the sun uh and also probably email us that you did this just so that i could you know keep track of it because it would make it just so much easier uh for that um and yeah probably so what's two weeks after the 26th when this is supposed to be coming so april 9th it's gonna say we're gonna extend it to then okay sounds good yeah but yeah we uh, we did i did get it fixed and so everything should be uh fine on spotify I'm going to double double check right now. Yes, Mandrake is up right now. Go spoofy. Yay. Um, so we're gonna change up to the little patterns a little bit different. We're rather than me talking about Hodag, I told Mike to look up the Hodag and some reading so he can talk about we can have everyone involved. Except for Dean. Dean doesn't get uh, I was just gonna talk about she who should not be named. If we can't name if we can't name her, how are we going to know what she is? Yeah. Um and also Magic sticks. Ah. Uh, um and also, just because of the wonder we're recording this, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Oof. I'm not Irish. No one no one's actually Irish. Everyone knows yeah. that. Hey, hopefully one day we'll have an, some actual Irish people listening to us. As in from Ireland. Ah. Oh, glory, Begara. The fucking bauble. That's a that's how we lose Irish. Yeah, we now have we now have negative. What is a hodag, Michael? I don't. I don't why are you asking me? You told me because I told you to look it up. That's not what the text said to me. Shepard claimed to have captured another hodag in 1986. Whoa, really? No, I didn't have that. What you didn't claim? He he claimed, but that's the wrong year. Oh, okay. So they actually claimed. Uh, so they did actually claim that. So I'm oh I missed something. My I missed something, but that's okay. Anyway, the hodag. I'm just gonna basically take this from from the primary source that everybody trusts. The the one and only Wikipedia. Although we are close enough to Rhinelander that this 
I should have been able to just drive up to Rhinelander and pull some data off the Chamber of Commerce wall. <laughs> JFK's hodag? K is not the hodag. No, but that's one of the external links. Oh, what? What? At the bottom of the Wikipedia page. JFK's hodag? Newspaper article oh. about hodag given to John F. Kennedy on his road trip to Rhinelander. This is uh, clipped from the Rhinelander Daily News. Kennedy prizes his hodag gift. A hodag symbol of Rhinelander is one of the prized possessions of Senator John F. Kennedy, who this week was nominated the Demo uh, by the Democratic Party to be its candidate for President of the United States. The miniature hodag was given to the Senator and Mrs. Kennedy when they came here last fall during their course of campaigning for delegates to the National Convention. <clears throat> the presentation was made by Henry J. Berquist, Democratic County Chairman and Master of the Ceremonies for the Labor Temple Luncheon at which the Massachusetts Senator spoke. We find the hodag to be a very provocative conversation piece. Senator Kennedy was written, has written Berquist, and we are delighted to have so interesting a souvenir of our visit to Rhinelander. You're so welcome. That Senator. is the story of JFK's hodag. You're welcome. You're welcome, Senator Kennedy, wherever you are now. Probably saying he's a donut mm. in German. Could be. Benign Melina. To which I can't remember about that one. Uh, it was supposedly he actually did say it correctly, and it was just other people misinterpreting what he said. It's, you know, at this point, it's hard to tell. It's, yeah. It's it's now become a, like a, essentially like a Bill Murray story or a Prince story. You don't know the truth from the fiction. Yeah. But you know what? No harm. No harm one way or the other at this point. Exactly. So the hodag, as far as that goes, is actually... A local Wisconsin legend. Um, the hodag is considered a fearsome critter, mm -hmm. which is a basically a tall tale animal that's jokingly said to inhabit an area, kind of yeah. like the lumberjacks with their with their own tradition. Lumberjacks uh, are fearsome creatures. No, lumberjacks are. They're the original Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they hunt squonks for sports, so I guess you know they are really the monsters in this story, but. The hodag is a fearsome critter. It resembles a large bullhorned carnivore with a row of thick curved spines down its back. The hodag was said to be born from the ashes of cremated oxen as the incarnation of the accumulation of abuse the animals had suffered at the hands of their master. Dark. Yeah. The history of the hodag is strongly tied to the city of Rhinelander, mm -hmm. where it is claimed to have been discovered. The hodag has figured prominently in early Paul Bunyan stories. I do love and put this up um, when you put this up on the Instagram when you do this, um, this lovely picture of the of the hodag being captured because it likes it from 1893. It's it's so glorious. I love the guy on the bottom right who's got the gun near the hodag's ass. <laughs> no, it's like, oh. I'm not going to miss this son of a bitch. Oh my god, the hodag. Though it's the angle of the gun kind of looks like it's actually just past the hodag and it's kind of pointing like just over the, the guy, guy on the ground shoulder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a crazy like 
this looks so much like those photos of the of the fairies that the English woman made with her kids. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. But it's well, technically real, because unlike those where they kind of like imposed like this is like that thing is there was there. It's not real, but it was there. Yeah, it looks like it's carved out of a wood. It does very much so. Uh, look at that. Boy. And slightly racist, too. It must be a juvenile hoday because there are no spines on its back. So yes, there is. There, there. Are. You can really? see. Them. Oh, yeah. there they are. It's so hard to tell in the black and white photo, and it's like when it's really small, it's hard to see. Yes, I can understand how you could see the racist part because it looks like it could be something in white face, yeah. but the whiteness around uh, is the teeth, yeah. not like how you would see like a lot of times white face where you have. You mean blackface or black face yeah. like, yeah, Mintra. I mean, uh, I also assume yeah. he's, yeah, oh yeah. But I also assume he's also very tiny, by just the relative size of this hodag and no, like, of the traditional fang, like, super long fangs off the side, like, tusks. Yeah, yeah. But the origins of the hodag, in 1893, newspapers reported the discovery of the hodag in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. The articles claimed that the hodag had the head of a frog, the grinning face of a giant elephant, Thick, short legs set off by huge claws, the back of a dinosaur, and a long tail with spears at the end. The reports were instigated by well-known Wisconsin land surveyor, timber cruiser, and prankster Eugene Shepard. Thanks, Eugene. That's where that picture came from was by Eugene Shepard also. Who rounded a group of local people to capture the animal. The group reported that they needed to use dynamite to kill the beast. Yeah, that looks real fearsome right there. Yeah. Um, so I, I was there's also on the website uh Wisconsin Pollinators, there's this image. Oh, uh, see and, now that would be fearsome. Yeah, that Honestly. one looks a lot. It looks more like a beast from D D. Uh yeah. But it's it, yeah, it doesn't look as crazy. But then also it doesn't fit with the bull or the frog's head. Yeah. What's a grit what does a grinning elephant look like? I have no idea. Also, why do they have to say a giant elephant? Because in Wisconsin, we're known for our pygmy elephants. Except this is, well, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, because I was like, when you look at like the, the big statue in Rylander, the uh, fangs go down. So you think, but with an elephant, the tusks kind of curve up. So it's like, it's an upside down elephant smile kind of. It's like, well, okay, that's. This was 1893. I don't think they had a better description at the time. No, yeah, yeah. Because they also don't know what an elephant looks like, probably. Yeah. Yeah, they've heard of an elephant. They've yeah. probably never seen one, though. Yeah, because why would you? Yeah, you're in the backwoods of Rhinelander. Yeah. Aww, that's a grinny boy. Yeah, it looks like a happy elephant. I, I still don't see it. Now we know, and no real white-toothed grin, though. Yeah, no. Look at uh, that baby. I can't remember if I was explained about the, the interesting thing about elephants, that they have uh, constantly growing teeth. Yeah. That are just kind of like just pushed out. Yeah. Really neat. Uh, But okay. So yeah. Let's go over uh, the basic look of a hodag. Head of a frog. None of these look like a frog. Uh, Grinning face of a giant elephant. Well, I got that one in the middle that looked like it. I mean. Um, but thick I, I... short legs set off uh, by huge claws. So the one that I have the picture from the pollinator. The, I wouldn't call those uh, thick short legs. No. The, those are more like what you would think of like uh, one of those prehistoric uh, crocodiles mm -hmm. that look like they can gallop. Yeah. that That's what I was 
uh, and back of a dinosaur. It it's kind of reminds me of like when you hear with a chimera when they are yeah. like, oh yeah, and it also has this of a dragon. What we don't have yeah. like easy access to show you what this looks like then. Oh yeah, uh, long tail with ends or spears at the end. Spears, not spear, spears. Yeah, multiples. Yeah. Oh, so it's like our nine tail fox. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, the statue is about as close of a representation as I feel like without making it look uber threatening. Yeah, it's fairly friendly. Yeah, he looks like just a happy boy. Yeah, happy boy that, you know, would cl- uh, clatter a lot because of just all the things clicking together. So many claws. <laughs> so many claws. One of my favorite things that it, when the Wikipedia talks about the hoax is that Shepard reported he went with several bear wrestlers and they placed chloroform on the end of a long pole, put it into the cave where the creature became overcome by the chloroform. They essentially roofied a hodag is what Shepard claimed. And he went, Uh... you know, he's a prankster and he went with very reputable people bear wrestlers you can you can trust a bear wrestler i mean that they wrestle bears for a living how can they not be trusted? i believe this is where they discovered what chloroform can do to a person oh yeah uh does it say uh how what how big the thing is in the wiki because i got on wisconsin pollinators but i wanted to see a different if it has a different they do not mention a size because i feel like just based off like especially with the eugene shepherd photo versus what a lot of people tend to think about the size of a hodag. Yeah. Um, it's its size seems to vary. Yeah, the Eugene Shepherd picture, it looks like a medium sized dog. Yeah. So in this one, the description, uh the Wisconsin Hodag is a North American North America's largest lizard. Um adults can be up to seven feet long and weigh over three hundred pounds. Aww. Uh and then uh the uh, hodag has webbed feet. Uh, with a three-foot tail. But, okay, so I was just going over this. So, do you want to know what the largest reptile of Wisconsin is? Garter snake. I was actually going to say that, too. Nope. What is it? Snapping turtle. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yep. Those things, yeah, they can get... Uh, so, I looked at, like, so on average, a snapping turtle... Uh, This is just weird, like, how they described this one. It was, like, size carapace, 8 to 16 inches. Yeah. What does that mean? Like how I'm assuming that's like from the shell, but like which part of the shell and like where like the angle, it didn't really give us a good. Expl- uh, disc- so I did find this other article, but this is like discovering uh largest snapping turtle ever recorded. So largest snapping turtle ever recorded three foot long, reaching the uh, weight of 150 pounds. This is huge. This is a giant. This would be the term giant snapping turtle. Yeah. And this is, you know, nowhere near as big as like how they were describing it in this one. Article. Well, the one thing is, like, if you think about certain animals, especially like think about bears. Yeah. Like they don't. I mean, they can get big and they can get very heavy. Yeah. But it depends on like how dense this bad boy gets. Black bear. Average size bear. Come on. Um, oh, black size is actually bigger than uh, average male is uh 47 to 70 inches long okay inches long weighing about 250 to 350 yep 
females, uh, 120 to 180. Uh, can you believe one bear was around 700 pounds? Black bears aren't, you know, the biggest bear. No. Uh, but, you know, they're pretty aggressive and they're scary and you don't want to mess with them. Um, but, yeah, nowhere near as big as, like, once again, how yeah. that one article. I'm not going to be using that article as reference just because that is just that one. Like I said, that one article. Um, and since we're going to be like using real life things. So the biggest it would a hodag probably would ever get is probably about the size of a large dog. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. But because we're in a normal. Normal. Northern... Yeah. And because that's the thing is like if it's a reptilian, which that's how they described it with the head of a frog and then back of a dinosaur. It's so it'd be a reptile, which is weird. If Yeah, which is weird. But it's like but also so it's extremely limited in a lot of its size because of being in a cold environment. Yeah. But if you look at even like look at the Rhinelander statue, Mm -hmm. it looks like it's green fur. Yeah. Like that's what makes it look so weird to me is like. It would it would make more sense if this was a mammal versus a reptile. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Yeah, if you look at the nose, it kind of has like a pad nose, kind of like a mm-hmm. dog, a, a dog, a bear, like that kind of. Yep. And then also it has external ears. Yep. Uh, reptiles don't have external ears, but it has reptilian shaped eyes slash cat eyes. Yeah, they look kind. Yeah, but if you look at the early the you know the original picture. Yeah, it. I don't really see any ears on that, but you know, it's a really tiny picture and it's. Yeah, it almost looked like the ears could be tucked under the horns. Yeah. On the top of the head. Yeah. But I'm like, as things go, that would be probably the biggest you'd see of an animal like that, unless it's a mammal. Mammal, yeah, has a potential of getting bigger because they can be more active in getting food and stuff like yeah. that. Because the reason probably why uh, snapping turtles are as big as they are here is because they're lazy. They don't go out hunting. They just sit there, wait for food to get near them, and then chomp on them. Yep. So it's like that's so you don't need to you, you can't get all that. You don't need to be moving all that much. So you just store as much energy as you can. Okay. Now you've got to see this. Okay. This is another one. This is another shepherd picture. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's okay. That's a better. Yeah, that's a way more blown up one. <laughs> also, look at the claws. Yep. The claws on this one looks like uh, if you ever seen somebody who uh, hadn't cut their nails in a really long time. Yep. So those would be cause for look like something like an anteater. So it'd be something that's like not really meant for actually being claws, but yeah. they're meant for uh, digging. Yeah. What if they go after termites? Could be. Yeah. You mean like, how do you do that? What do you do to get get after termites? You dig. Yep. But I mean, they and it's caught in the woods. So, what if before there were loggers, there was plenty of dead tree foliage in your hunting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be an insect. It would be insectivore. Could be insectivore, which there are you know lots of bugs and lots of insectivores. And that would be a good source of protein and everything else. And it's not like we don't have a fair share of bugs. Yeah. And then the teeth. Yeah. The teeth seem flatter. Yeah, they're very flat. And I don't see ears, like any external ears. Like I said, the this looks like it's the same statue as the other picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to tell with the 
dark side of that horn. Like, if you look at it, it almost looks like it could be almost like a bunny-shaped ear, but I can't tell if that's the shadow of the horn or if that's another object that's a defect in the picture. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying, because it almost feels like if you look at that picture, it's just, like you said, just below the horn almost, but that's a weird place for an ear. Yeah, it's below and it's curved up next to, like, curved up on the underside of the horns on yeah. each side, potentially. Uh, more of a, I'd almost say, uh, bun- a stouter bunny yeah. rabbit ear, if you get what I'm seeing. I, I get what you're saying, too. Uh, one of the images I was looking at from Wisconsin or Wausau Daily Herald. <laughs> yeah, it's also inconsistent of what where the ears are, because uh, I see one where they have some kind of ears and uh, and then I have an even more blown up picture of this. And there might be ears like right under the horn, not like a bunny, but more like a uh, bull. And then it also looks like it kind of has like jowls. Yeah, it does. I oh that's an interesting one. That's like it a, almost a looks like a paper cover. craft. Yeah, like a and it looks like paper this, craft. This comes from the world of he, she who should not be named. Oh, oh, she had she introduced the hodag. She does, yeah. And uh, so in the magical, uh, fantastic beasts and where to find them book, there's an edition from 2001. Didn't have it in it, but. Just uh, around the time the movies came out, she made an updated one, and she included a section on the Hodag in the... And that one reads, The Hodag was a magical frog-headed beast that was found to exist in the New World. They tended to be drawn to Muggle Farms, and Makusa's Department of Nomad Misinformation worked hard to cover this up. And sightings of it. Yeah. Physical I'm... traits. It was a horn. It was horned with a frog-like head and glowing red eyes. And it was roughly the size of a large dog. Much of the Hodag's magic was contained in its horns. When powered, uh, powdered, they could make a person immune to the effects of, get this, since we're in Wisconsin, immune to the effects of alcohol. And able to go to uh, able to go without sleep for seven days and nights. It fed largely on moon calves. Hodags were thus attracted to um, moon calf essence. Hmm. And then there's some history with uh, the the puck. What I think it's the Puckwudgie from the American Magical School. A uh, Puckwudgie is well. They might have did, but but it's also of Native American stories. But knowing my history of the American school of witchcraft, yeah, I think this Puckwudgie is the Puckwudgie that the found uh, the founder of the American school um, became friends with after saving them from a horned serpent or something. What the Rubius Hagrid was gifted a hodag from a friend. Where did this one come from? Is this in the book? This is on the Harry Potter Wikipedia. Oh, my God. During the 1988 and 1989 school year, 
Rubius Hagrid was gifted a hodag from a friend as it was terrorizing their herd of moon calves. The hodag preferred to bite Hagrid's fingers than eat a special feed Hagrid obtained from Wisconsin, and he had Jacob's sibling help control it. Hmm. Oh, what do you know? Uh, so because I was I keep looking at and there are uh, different things like so when you keep looking at different hodag pictures you will see some look like they have fur some that they don't have fur so I'm like uh there's also a particular type of frog that this is reminding me of it's called the hairy frog also known as the horror frog or the wolverine frog from Central Africa oh my god. Uh, breeding males also develop hair-like dermal um, the extensions on their flanks and thighs. These contain arteries and that are thought to increase surface area and produce uh, uh, for the purpose of oxygen absorption, basically like external gills, um, which are useful in the male stage, or uh, male stays with his eggs and extended periods of time after they have been laid. Uh, they're also called the Wolverine frogs because they'll break their bones and basically stab through their skin. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's a tiny furry looking. So we could also incorporate something like that. Yeah. Where it it's, it's adapting to a colder environment by having something. Yeah. And that would allow it to be more active than everything else. Because I'm never opposed to stuff like that like especially when you've had like actual we could talk to the smithsonian institute oh yeah the the scientists from smithsonian institute of washington dc sent some researchers to inspect uh inspect this apparent discovery um so i was just looking up stuff about uh so you know we you notice that the hodag has horns it was just kind of an interesting article did you ever notice how many Predators have horns? Not many. All of them. No. No, um, they're just internalized. They're fangs. Cats. They've got claws. Well, I said horns. Not. Yeah, there's, there's a difference between horns they're and horns claws. for the feet. <laughs> Your horns for the feet. Yeah. So, but it was just this kind of interesting aspect of uh, like, so like, you know, a lot of times horns are for defense purposes or for uh, mating purposes or both. You can use them for both mm-hmm. in many aspects. And it was just this kind of, it's just an interesting idea too. It's like, well, the reason why a hodag probably would, it, like if they had horns or anything, and it was also predator, but that would mean it's also not the top of the food chain. So it would be able to defend itself. So I'm like, oh, that'd be, that's an interesting thing. Because yeah, if you look at this thing, once again, if we have it that it's like a reptile, it, you know, there's a limit to how big it's going to get. And there's just going to be, uh, so it's like, well, I'm not a fast mover. I have these short, stocky legs. And and we've already actually talked about, like, maybe it is actually uh, uh, insectivore because you look at the claws. So it's like, uh, don't bother me. I'm busy eating these bugs. If you're going to attack me, you're going to get stabbed. Because, yeah, look uh, look at the horny toad. That's a Those things are, you know, covered in spikes. I do see a lot of, like, horned lizards and toads where they have what look like horns. Yeah. And yeah, you know, using those for defense purposes. And I'm like, the more I'm talking about this, the more I actually am liking about the idea of, uh, uh, yeah, a digging animal. A digging animal and using those for, like, you know, I'm not saying that it, it's an obligate uh, uh, insectivore, but I'm like, you know, 
it's a omnivore and like it's specialized more specialized in certain things because yeah it's like also if it's in a swampy area digging through the muck to get other to get yeah reptiles well, what's that say what's well, a hodag uh late summer set stole its color from its wait oh it's basically okay it's basically uh a um chuck norris jokes if it tilts its head just right the hodag can pick up every milwaukee brewers radio broadcast on his horns but the reception is fuzzy yeah hodag tears make the world's best lemonade unfortunately the hodag never cries it's too tough for Uh, that the hodag is a scratch golfer and he never needs to buy golf balls either. He just collects the ones that are, that are hidden to the woods. Hodags smell exactly like pine-scented car air freshener. <laughs> oh, that is a... When the wind blows through the hodag's fur, it gets a... It plays a perfect version of beer barrel polka. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is just silly now. Yeah. Um, the spikes on it, the hodag's tail serves as a perfect marshmallow roasting stick. Oh, this one weird. What of it looks like a a horned beaver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that one, too, with like that almost like a horned beaver, almost or or like an otter or something. It's weird. So kind of like a jackalope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that one, too. One one yeah. more interesting Hodag fact. The Hodag was the third string center for the Green Bay Packers during the Ice Bowl in 1967. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... Most of these make it look mammalian. Yeah, it's... That I'm seeing. There are some interesting ones, but even there, like, that one's clearly an altered... <laughs> Taxidermy. Yeah, it's clearly an altered woodchuck or something. I think a lot of it is varying depending on who's telling. But like Max said, with the idea of the hodags having not necessarily fur. Because I'm like, I've talked about this too, where it's like um, mythical creatures or anything with myths are no matter what happens, people are like, well, this is kind of cool. Let's throw this into it. Or they didn't hear the other version. So then they're like, oh, let's do it this way. Oh, let's do it this way. And yeah, this one uh, that you just posted, it looks like a. Like a little miniature. Yeah. This one's teeth don't look sh- sharp as much as they just look kind of jagged. Yeah. Like they're broken. It is interesting. That's it. We need to put more hoed eggs into D&D. They have one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, at least they better, especially since D&D came from Wisconsin. It did? Yeah. Uh, Gary Gygax is from um, Lake Geneva. Yep. Oh, cool. The first uh, convention... Um, Actually, well, no, they recently, they're, one of his sons wanted to have, like, start a, another convention, and it was in Lake Geneva, but Gen Con originally started in Lake Geneva, moved to uh, Milwaukee, and then uh, moved to, I think, Indianapolis. Yeah. Because uh, Milwaukee wanted more money. Yeah. Well, sure. look, we all like money. It's, it's Money, money, world. must be funny. In a rich man's world, but it's just like also, uh, you don't push too, f- you don't push too far on someone's goodwill because that's how you uh, lose things. It's an interesting idea of the. I mean, this thing could be this thing could swing either way though, being a mammal or a reptile with like a dermal uh, papilla, papilla. I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, 
yeah, Papilia or Papilia. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah. Papilia is the uh, how how the English say it and how the Americans say it. Aluminium. That does not uh, aluminium. That zebra. does not look as friendly. Yeah, that one's more terrifying. And also, it has p- two pupils. It is weird. In one it's eye. It looks actually. Kinda... It looks like it looks like it has three. Actually, if you look at it, like oh yeah, it reminds me of like a lot of those AI pictures because mm-hmm. uh, uh, it the AI doesn't understand how eyes work. Dean, is this an AI generated? I don't think so. Okay, it's from Google, so who knows? Well, I thought maybe I thought maybe I Dean. Had... I didn't go into the actual website to look. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure if Dean had like. Just no, I didn't mid journey that one. Okay. Now this one looks cute. Yeah, that one more dog like and it has yeah, the more dog like appearance and doesn't have the reptilian uh cat eyes. And even yeah, you can see ears on this one. Who's a big termite eater? Who's a big termite eater? You are. Yes, you are. I like these guys. They look so cute. You need a nap? I got you chloroform. Oh Lord. Some of these are incredible, though. Like, yeah. Like, I honestly wasn't sure where this would go. Neither did I. But I mean, this is this has led to a really interesting discussion about how it's like even the even the idea of like other than the fact that he, I don't think it would be as big as say the Rhinelander statue. No, no. no. It would be. It's still a. It's still not a completely unplausible creature. Yeah. Uh, I found this picture and it just kind of, this is from a deviant art one and it looks more like, uh, um, like a mastiff, like a, oh no, 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 uh, a Newfoundland level fur. Oh yeah. It's like a bear mixed with a Newfie. I didn't bring this up, but, um, I had found the Hodag press Mm -hmm. and the black Hodag was, uh, Eugene Shepard's original, uh, drawing of the Hodag. Oh, which he, because he did do a actual picture of the oh, Hodag. Yep, I found it. Copy. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Which, when you call something, like, when you're like, if you call something the black anything, also implies that there was a other version of it. So yes. it's like, yeah, this is the black Hodag. Okay, so is there a different kind of Hodag? Or? There's a, there's, there's Hodag the, there's Hodag the brown. Hodag the gray. gray. Yeah. Fought the Balrog, became Hodag the white. And don't forget about the twin uh, blue Hodags. Yep. They all went up to Lake Superior. Yeah. But that illustration that he did looks almost like Tim Burton's... uh, Oh, what is that creature? Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, no, not that one. Jabberwocky? No, it wouldn't have been Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky has a very particular. Yeah, it's not the Bandersnatch. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. A striped Bandersnatch. It's like um, uh, what was it? Rob Lightfeld doesn't know how to draw feet. Yeah. Uh, so it's like uh, I feel like this guy just doesn't know how to draw mouths. E- Eugene Shepard can't draw mouths. Yeah. Like to see a Eugene Shepard self-portraits, just mm. just hinge jaw, just. Ooh, God, this is terrifying. Uh, there's on a Divan art, there's a, a hodag that kind of has like a um, alligator skin, but the teeth are. Remember how I was talking about with teeth that um, reptiles all have basically the same type of tooth, but it was like um, the mammalian descent, like how we started having different types of teeth. And that's so it's like this thing would be more akin to uh, um, 
that, except the teeth are bad. In in the sense of like, there are some people that don't know how to draw teeth right, so they just look terrifying. Not saying the person did a bad job. I'm just saying like it just looks terrifying. I want to I want to see this book, Nightmare Nation: The State of Fear Is Here, Book Number Two, Night of the Hodag, Wisconsin, USA. This is it. Looks like an R.L. Stein. It does. Oh my god, this is so funny. That picture, though, it looks so ridiculous. Like, even by Hodag standards, that looks ridiculous. This one has extra long uh, fangs, but, like, where the molars are. It looks like... also fangs, where the eye teeth are. Oh, hold on. Um, I need to... Zool! I was gonna say... It looks like Zool! That's exactly what I was gonna say. It does look like Zool from Ghostbusters. Uh, I can see it. Dad Aykroyd, he copied us. Uh, also, it looks like there was a Scooby-Doo, a Hodag horror. We live in such interesting time. I wonder what other local, like, not specifically Wisconsin, but what other, like, because I know of certain ones from, like, Texas, they have the Goatman Bridge, but that's mm-hmm. a demon more than an actual creature. Than a, yeah. Uh, Mothman. Mothman has a lot. We- we may have to start going through all 50 states and starting to work our way through their local creatures. Yeah, just to actually look at like how what could be and whatever. Okay, yeah. uh, I would like to incorporate if uh, we have it that it is a uh, insectivore the of really long tongue would be beneficial. I swear I've seen like hodags with that illustrated where they've got long tongues. It wouldn't surprise me that they you could make, especially if it's reptilian. I mean, frogs have tongues that can be extended out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's yeah. not without, I mean, that's definitely not without merit as far as that goes. No. Well, this one's a pretty good one. Sorry, audience. Yeah, a lot of these, uh, I would just suggest suggest looking at, just typing in hodag and looking up some of these. Because they're actually kind of, a lot of them are actually pretty neat. This one. I love this illustration. Oh, that's a cool one. But this one, it. Uh, it's like if you wanted a hodag illustrated like Pokemon, that's uh, the card. That's a pretty good one. I like that one. I I will say though, of all the pictures we've seen so far, I do like the one. Um, I'm pretty sure this is Dean who put that one up of the two hodags trudging through the snow. Yeah, that one. That one I really enjoy. Yeah, because it looks like something that would be. So it definitely doesn't. Okay, a it wouldn't look like that because its teeth are too exposed. You wouldn't want anything like that to not be able to like at least hold in the heat. And because with that, it like there's that potential where like the drool would be just constantly coming out of the mouth. And if you do that, then you're going to be probably losing moisture and all that. Else. But yeah, I, I do like that because it does look like more packish. But once again, like I was saying, I'm pretty sure those claws would be way too long to be functional in the sense of actually using them in a fight. Yeah. Like they're digging claws. Yeah. Because, yeah, look at a badger. Yep. Our state animal. Badger claws. Badger claws. If you look at a badger's claws, they're really long and narrow, and they're really good for digging. Yep. Also, uh, I learned this more recently. Um, A honey badger is not considered a true badger. Oh. Yeah, it don't give a shit. (laughs) True. Honey badger don't care. Yeah, don't care that it ain't no badger. It's going to call itself a badger if it wants to. Yeah. Yeah. It's not immune to bee venom. It just doesn't care. <laughs> it just shakes it off. It's like, yeah. whatever. I'm just going to lie down for a minute. I'm just going to lie down for a minute. Because well, it is possible for them to actually be stung to death. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
fans need to see if they can find me this script. Apparently, uh, John Michael Kohler's uh, art center, with the help of 371 uh, Productions, did a sung story called The Saga of the Whittled Hodag. Saga of Hodag? Yes. The Saga of the Whittled Hodag is a response to the life and work of the artist Levy Fisher Ames. This fantastical sung story tells of a whittled hodag that came to life when the thief snatches him from his creator. The song and visuals are inspired by the life and work of Wisconsin visionary artist Levy Fisher Ames and the tall tales he would sing with his family's band about the hundreds of real and mythical creatures he would carve out of wood. One of these, one of those specimens was the Hodag, a creature of Wisconsin folklore to have originated in Rhinelander. Because if I can get the script to that, I want to produce that. That ah, you. Oh. I love theater. I know you. I'm not oh, judging. Oh, here's one. It's uh, it's basically a mix between a, a Hodag and a bulldog. Aww. Let's see it. Oh, he's so precious. Look at that. Look at I'm that not usually a fan of bulldogs, but you got a good face. Though. I it is impressive, and it is nice to think about the idea of that. Depending on how the line would have gone, this thing could have gone either way. It could either be a mammal or it could be a reptile. There's a there's enough there's enough data to go either way. Although, yeah. but I mean, I I mean, obviously, other than like. Like you said, other than the fact, like, its mouth has to be, like, can't be quite like the hodag of the pictures. I mean, it's not, it's not as outside the realm of possibility as you'd think. No. Other than the very cartoony statue of the hodag that everyone kind of, if you know it, you know it. Yes. But yeah, I think for this picture, I'm going to probably be modeling after Badger in some Fair aspects. Enough. Like a spiky Badger. I could see that. Yeah. I mean... Because the nose also of the, now that I look at it, the the, the of the statue kind of has like a badger nose. Yeah, yeah. It's this is a like this is such a wild thing to think about as a creature now because it is just like it is such a wacky and wild thing to kind of try and create this thing in reality and realize. Well, it's not that far off. No, I mean no more than. No more than a unicorn. Yeah. So I think that reference to Hagrid getting a hoed egg is to like the Harry Potter mobile game. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, because that animation doesn't look like it's from Legacy. Which... Yeah, that's got to be from the mobile game. Oh, definitely not from Legacy. Yeah, I think we're probably going to end up. End yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it, it's been two hours at this point, a little bit, a little bit less, but I think we've kind of covered the hodag very well. Yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with it's going to be a weird reptile badger who has horns and stuff and is like digging for stuff under stumps. Ah, he's a nice boy. I think he's going to I think that's a great description because it works. Especially with those little hairs. Look up that look at that Wolverine frog. You'll see what we're talking about. And uh, so for next time, it's not going to be an actual creature. Uh, what I, I was talking to Mike before the recording, it was 
what we're gonna do is I'm gonna do basically a basically it's a supplemental in the sense that I'm going to talk about hexapods and like so that we can talk about centaurs, griffins, hippogriffs, dragon, proper dragons, but we need to have some kind of base and I don't want to have to like constantly repeating all this stuff. So it's just like pods, refer to this. Sectopods. Sectopods. Yes. Something with six limbs. Yeah, yes. baby. And I was just like, this is going to be the best way of approaching this. It's just like, if you have any con- uh, questions about this, just refer back to this episode because we talk all about it. And then we don't really have to worry about focusing on one particular evolutionary line because we were like, this is basically how it starts. They yep. all come from that genus. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Hectopoda. 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 Nice. All right. Well, then we'll leave this one here. And, you know, keep like Max said at the beginning, keep reading, keep reviewing, send us some, send us some pictured proof that you did it and we'll get you into the contest. Yeah. Or but, just, you know, start yelling at people on the random street. Not like angry yelling. I mean, like, hey, you look like you like podcasts. You should listen to this. You can send us videos of you doing that, too. Or yell at people. Get violent about it. Fight people. In a, in a positive <laughs> all of a sudden, way. All of a sudden, on the news, in Wisconsin, a group of five people protested outside of Madison. But fight the power. Fight the power. Woo! All right. Bring Good. back unicorns. Bring back unicorns. unicorns. Good night. Every- <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later then. Okay. Bye. Out. A Real Creature Feature is created by Matt Kuklinski, starring Matt Kuklinski, Michael Seaman, and Dean Snow. Any questions, comments, artwork, or general inquiries can be sent to realcreaturefeature at gmail.com. You can view any submitted fan art and pictures on our Instagram at a real creature feature. Some episodes were recorded weeks in advance due to our current sporadic recording schedule. Any comments left will be seen and addressed at some point, and you will be credited unless you tell us you wish to remain anonymous. If you like the podcast, please leave a review on the podcast app that works best for you. It really helps us out. Also, tell your friends, enemies, and total strangers about the podcast. They might enjoy it too. And that can bring us all closer together. Uh, last year, I was going to go to a thing in um, Idaho. Um, but the problem was uh, Spokane doesn't have, it has an airport, but, you know, how many flights are actually going to go to Spokane from Milwaukee? So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to go to Chicago. But then it's like, well, there are no direct flights, so I have to go to Colorado and have a nine-hour layover. Oh, I hate that. Oh, yeah. that is the worst. Yeah, uh, but then, like, I, I ended up just not going, period, because, it like, after doing all that, spent, thinking about how much money it was going to cost to fly there, think about how much it was going to cost to get a hotel there, and then think about how much it was going to cost to get from Spokane to where we where the place was gonna be it's like no that it's 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 too much money uh this year they were gonna do another another version of it but in um the poconos but it was just like i can't do that that's basically the amount of money that i was gonna have to spend last year because they're like we're gonna like it's you know like i'm not gonna be like blaming them or anything 
that's just the nature of the beast. Because they were like, yeah, it's going to basically be like an all-inclusive. All this other stuff. It's a timber, though. So it was like, okay, I don't know enough about Poconos for that. I don't know if I'd want to go there during September. No, the Poconos in September might be hot. Because I know that's kind of why um, Luke had his wedding in September. is Because that's when Hawaii is at its like warmest. And the tourist season is ending. So yeah. flights were the cheapest. Um, Got to see Neil deGrasse Tyson at performance. Yep, saw um, the pictures. Yeah, um, and it was just interesting because one of his jokes did not land at all because this is Wisconsin, and because he was talking about um, uh, like how climate, like climate change, how like you can actually see how things have changed just in three. So there, there's a line in um, Mary Poppins or Bedknobs and Broomsticks, one of the two. I can't remember which. Um, but they're talking. I think it was. Uh, but they're talking about. A guy was like, a guy goes to a tailor for his uh, long underwear, to which then he explains what long underwear was. And it was just like, you don't know your crowd, do you? Yeah, I was like, we know. Uh, then he was like, oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, well, how long do you want your long underwear? Well, you know, end of September, uh, beginning of April. And he was like, nobody wears long underwear for that long. And, I, and nobody laughed. Because, yeah, that's it. Was just, yeah. And then he was like, uh, and then people were like, this is Wisconsin. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, uh, and he tried to argue with us. But it was oh like, my God, no, Neil! At that no! point, Neil, it's uh, oh, I guess I'm, I guess you guys still use them. Yeah. yeah. What? And I was just sitting there, I'm like, you're gonna argue with the people who live here. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I, I appreciate what you're trying to do, you know, educate us about uh, climate change and stuff like that. But I'm like, eh, you can want to run that one on the wrong approach. Oh, yeah, especially because I, I still think, like, we still get a decent snowstorm in the middle of April. Yeah, and I, yeah we can. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I've had, we've had snow in May. Yeah, it's and, that, uh, I, I just, I'm like, you, you gotta, you gotta remember your audience when you're having these discussions. An important lesson for everyone when this becomes the epilogue. Yeah, 